Hello and welcome to the Sustainable Business Australia podcast celebrating International Women's Day 2018. Marking International Women's Day 2018 in Australia, Sustainable Business Australia launches a podcast series on insights from female leadership within the Sustainable Business Australia member community. These podcasts provide a way of showcasing outstanding business leadership of women in SBA member companies who are working to contribute to the Sustainable Development Goals. SBA launches this podcast series as a contribution to the goal of SDG 5, which aims to achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls by 2030. Today we're joined by Siobhan Spoljarek from NRMA. Welcome Siobhan. Hi Andrew. So tell us a little bit about your role and that of the organisation of NRMA. So NRMA is uh, a mutual and we're known for our legendary roadside assistance. So we've been traditionally in the motoring space, but we're also changing. So we also have things like uh, tourism assets and holiday parks. So my role as um, Senior Manager of Sustainability is to focus on how we do business. So I look across um, the group and look at how um, we can reduce our carbon footprint, uh, reduce energy costs, and also uh, get involved in projects around the future of mobility. And on that, um, two very important, um, certainly from SBA's perspective, um, uh, achievements over the last six months to a year. The first being obviously the annual report of 2017, which was launched, uh, I think, late last year. And then, of course, there was the collaboration between SBA and NRMA with another other SBA member companies on the launch of the Phase One of the Sustainable Mobility Project. So, why was S uh, why was NRMA rather involved in those two particular? Um, activities or projects? What was important about them to NRMA? Well, the first one, looking at our annual report, that was our first um, integrated report. So that's where we combined our financial reporting with our sustainability reporting. And the importance of that for the NRMA is really trying to make sure we could um, bring members on our journey around how we uh, are changing. And so you know, there's a lot of headwinds going on in the motoring field at the moment, particularly around automated vehicles. And so we as an organisation are changing ourselves. So part of that integrated reporting approach was to help um, bring together basically our strategy and our performance. And part of our performance is our sustainability performance around our people and culture, our environmental approach. So that's the purpose of that. And that's why it's important to us as a, a, a communication vehicle for our members. The second project, which is really um, getting involved with uh, the SBI on the Sustainable Mobility, Mobility Project, is really as we look across um, the, the changing landscape of motoring, we understand that we need to be at the leading edge for our members and we also need to understand it from a business perspective in terms of delivering our own operations. And interestingly, what does a member look like in NRMA? What, what What's the, the composition? Are we talking um, a person who just drives a car? Are we talking the owner of a car? Are we talking anybody in the community that obviously interfaces with mobility? Who's a member of NRMA? So we have 2.6 million members, wow. and so they will be a car owner or a, a driver of a vehicle. Um, but we also have a large number of business uh, members. So again, we offer roadside service 
for those business customers. But then we have a lot of customers in our um, world as well because as part of Thrifty or we visit one of our holiday parks, you'd be a customer. Right, okay. All right, well, that's very good context. So let's move on then to the, um, the issue or the conversation around the Sustainable Development Goals more broadly first. How is the organisation that is NRMA looking to contribute to the realisation of the goals out to 2030? So we started mapping our um, approach uh, through our annual reporting to the SDGs. And so as we start to measure and learn what we're doing, we can direct where we're heading. Obviously, things like SDG 3, um, health and wellbeing, looks at road safety. That's a big part of what we do. So there are clear synergies for us in some of these areas, but then there's other areas like SDG 5, which again are not so, well, are important from a community perspective, but also important to us as a, at an organisational level. Well, it's time you raise that because let's let's talk then about the, um, the specific um, focus that NRMA has at this moment around SDG 5. And I'm interested to understand how you, as well as your organisation, NRMA, are actually contributing towards the realisation of the goals. So NRMA, from an organisational perspective, is uh, really embracing diversity. And we've been quietly getting on with it. So, you know, our members have also spoken and so they elect our board and our board has 63% women. So the, the membership has dictated what our board uh, makeup looks like. Um, so that's an outstanding result of, uh, you know, in, in fact. Higher than any publicly listed company in Australia. Um, yeah, I think it would be up there. Uh, but then internally, in terms of our senior leadership, we have at our chief level, we've got a 50% um, female represent representation. So that's really, you know, getting the gender balance right. Uh, and then as we go down through our business, we uh, have pockets of uh, where there are only males represented and, you know, in our patrols. So these this is the roadside service. Yeah, and yeah. So that's an area that we've gone. Well, how do we focus on improving that? So we're doing that through our apprenticeship program, and um, of at the moment, women represent twenty percent of our apprenticeship cohort. So th these are areas where we can sort of help um, help change the the status quo in the industry over time. So again, it will take time but it's an area we are focusing on. Is that something that you have a target, a specific target uh, that you want to see achieved, that 20% in, um, increased um, over time? Or is it something more from a qualitative point of view, you want to see more um, uh, female participation in apprenticeships? I, I would say it's more of a, a something we want to grow rather right. than having a specific target around it uh, but we've been very active in that space and we've also um, increased the indigenous representation through that to about 10 to 12 percent so right. these are the things we are focusing on and we're trying to make um, make it work for both sides so um, what are the challenges and i guess the opportunities out there at the moment for australia do you think around sdg5 so um, we've talked about um, gender diversity on boards, for example, and that's one of the big corporate issues for SDG5. But are there others that you see personally or that you see as an organisation need to be focused on as we try to realise um, improvement around 
uh, empowering women and girls? I guess it, it's really important to make the environment right so that women can thrive in these roles. This is the working environment. Yeah, the working yeah. environment. So companies have really adopted approaches around flexibility and also trying to encourage uh, men to take flexible work practices to lift some of the burden at home, I think are really important. Um, and that's something we've been focused on as an organisation as well. Um, and it's really then making sure everyone's got the right training to help them lift to that next level. That's very interesting. So um, final question, what are your what other thoughts would you like to share about the, the issue of um, uh, equality for women, uh, I guess more broadly, and in that, what would, to you, mark success um, in the realisation of SDG 5 by 2030? What would, what would it look like if we're then suddenly catapulted into 2030, let's say in a bike hyperloop, um, and yes. we look back and say, well, what we've achieved um, from 2018 to now has been this. What would it look like? Uh, I guess for me, success would look like gender is not a discussion point. So it's so well entrenched that you will have um, equal representation, equal pay, equal opportunity, uh, and it, it, it's not a it's not an issue at that point. So I think that's um, and that's along the way. You know, a sustainability manager is successful if they put themselves out of a, a job because it becomes everybody else's job. So that's what I would see as the the greatest opportunity. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts today. Um, that's been Siobhan Spoljarek from NRMA. I'm Andrew Peterson from Sustainable Business Australia. You can access all of the podcasts, including this podcast series, on our website at www.sba.asn.au. This has been Andrew Peterson, CEO of Sustainable Business Australia. Thanks for joining us.